This is the Tech Arts Podcast, where we talk about tech, leadership, and all things that concern church audio, video, and lighting. Welcome to the Tech Arts Podcast, Episode 9. My name is DL. So glad to have everyone along with us, and we're so happy that everyone is continuing to join us for the Tech Arts Podcast. If you don't know this, we're on YouTube, so you can not only listen to the podcast, but you can also watch it. Hey, watching it's kind of cool because all of the websites and the point info, well, it's displayed right on the screen, which makes it easier to follow along. So I hope you check us out on YouTube. Now I'm looking at the listeners, the viewers, and all the analytics coming in, and it's very clear that everyone is spreading the word about the Tech Arts Podcast. So first... Thank you for that. But if you go to tell somebody about us and you can't remember where to send people to listen to the podcast, we are on almost every outlet that they can find podcasts, podcasts. (laughs) So just tell them to Google the Tech Arts Podcast or find us at Apple, Sounder, Google, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeart, and Stitcher. We have been uh, asked to get on more outlets, and we will be adding those very soon. Most importantly, though, when you tell people about us, let them know that we don't just focus exclusively on tech. We cover leadership topics that can help techs and non-techs. Today's episode is a great example of that. It's on finances, and that can help everyone. So if you have been helped by the Tech Arts Podcast or you have a question for us, feel free to email us at information at digitalgreatcommission.org. So if you're watching on YouTube, that's right at the bottom of the screen, information at digitalgreatcommission.org. And if you're listening, it's information at digitalgreatcommission.org, the longest email known to mankind. But you can email us there. We want to hear from you. I can't wait to hear from you. Any questions or comments? Send it there, and we will respond. All right, let's talk some free stuff. Everyone wants free stuff. You want free stuff. I want free stuff. You can up your chance of getting free microphones and tech tools by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find all of our social handles at audiovideolighting.com. That's audiovideolighting.com. Oh, and if you have not signed up for the newsletter, make sure you do that today by texting the letters AVL to 22828. Resources, free stuff, and knowledge that will help you be a better tech, all in your inbox. Text AVL to 22828. Plus, the free stuff, you get first notification coming in on the newsletter. So text AVL to 22828 and get your free newsletter today. All right, so today we're talking about finances, and oh boy, finances. You're probably thinking this is going to be boring and not apply to what you do at your church. Well, I don't think so. I think this is a vital knowledge point for everyone who wants to run their tech areas. Managing your church finances is not only stewardship, but essential for the health of the church. Let's face it now, tech is expensive. So how you pitch our financial and technical needs go hand in hand with any of our leadership responsibilities. And how we handle our finances at home will dictate our stress levels 
at work and our ability to be a healthy leader. You do not want to miss a second of today's episode. So hang on. We will jump into all of that right after we hear from our sponsors. Our main sponsor is Digital Great Commission Ministries. Whether you need help building a team, finding the right gear, or just better understanding the church tech world, DGCM is here for you. Because they are a 501c3 donor-sponsored organization, they come to your church for free and do an assessment of your tech, visitor engagement, and online streaming. They also offer essential classes that will help every member of your tech team. DGCM is all about helping churches understand how to use the instrument of technical gear to reach their congregations. You have to check out all of their resources, training, and consulting options, and you can do that by going to audiovideolighting.com. That's right. Contact Digital Great Commission Ministries today by going to audiovideolighting.com. Okay, let's jump into today's podcast on finances. Most of us want to be good leaders, right? We desire the ability to recruit teams, lead them, and help them get better at what they do. But our ability to do that doesn't just start and stop at the church walls. How we conduct ourselves at home, how we learn and grow at home, is a good indicator of how we will lead our teams at church. Several people over the years have asked me, what would I elevate as a primary indicator of a person's ability to lead? My answer is very simple. How they handle money tells you everything about how a person will lead a team. If you can live your life personal, your personal life, financially well, you will better understand church budgets, planning, and finances, which in turn will help you lead and grow teams. So how do you get better with finances? Well, this could be a very long answer, and there are a ton of experts out there that can help us with this. A good one to learn from is Dave Ramsey. He has been devoting his entire life to people who need help in this area. And while some of his principles feel extreme, they will help you in this area. He is a good one to check out, and most of my financial reasoning comes from his ideas. With that said... Today's podcast will talk about five basic principles that everyone should follow. I believe if you follow these, you will not only live a life that has less financial stress, but you will also be a better financial leader. Point number one, prioritize your spending. When you go to a financial advisor, the first thing they tell you to do, probably even before building a budget, is to set aside money for savings. The ultimate financial advisor, the Bible, tells us to set aside 10% for tithe. While one of these actions is a biblical principle, both are essentially doing the same thing. They're forcing us to live on less than what we make. Living beneath our means and spending less than what comes in. They also emphasize the priority of creating buckets and percentages. The biblical blessing of tithe is the most important budget you can create, the most important bucket you can create. By tithing 10% first, you are not only following a biblical command, but you are also paying attention to how the rest of your finances should be handled. 
creating a percentage for savings, emergencies, and if needed, debt reduction, well, that can really help you. And before you even get into your budgeting, prioritizing these items as percentages of your income, well, when you make more money, more money goes to these efforts. Conversely, when you make less, less money goes to these priorities. I'll talk about this more inside the budgeting point, but you can create fixed amount buckets. I should say you must create fixed amount buckets for absolute first spend needs like houses, cars, and food payments. Those are absolute priorities. Another priority should be to live on cash first and avoid credit cards. Look, I get it. Today, credit cards are almost a must. But until you learn to control your credit card spending and pay it off each month, it's very good to avoid it. The key is to not live with debt spending as a necessity. Let me repeat that. The key is to not live with debt spending as a necessity, but to live with a focus to be credit card free or at least minimized. Set a goal to live without credit cards, but when you must use them, make sure they are for strategic budgeted purposes. If you treat your credit card purchase like a bill to pay at the same exact moment that you're doing the charge, it will help you understand when and how to use them. So when you go to the counter and you hand them a credit card, if you treat that like essentially like a debit card, like you're, that money's coming out of your account right away and you're going to pay it off right away, it will help you understand when and how to use them. Point number two, budget tracking. Now that you understand some of the first financial priorities, let's talk about tracking all of your spending. Many people think you should jump straight to budget building. While I do not discourage that, I do believe in performing a function that will help you understand where you are spending your money. I call it budget tracking. This is where you track every expense that you make for three months. You treat your personal expenses like a business and save every receipt from every purchase. Track this by putting it on a spreadsheet or a program that allows you to see your expenditures. This is critical in not only building a budget, but in understanding where your money is going. For example, when we easily say we are only going to spend $100 a month on gas, we can easily say that, right? We can say 100 bucks. that's all we're going to spend on gas, and we can put it in a budget. But if you track your gas expenditures and they equal $200 a month, then you either need to reduce your driving or budget $200 a month for gas. Eating out is another item that surprises people. After three months of tracking expenses, this is almost always one that can be cut back or must be budgeted for appropriately. Point number three, build a budget. Now that you have the data from budget tracking and you have figured out what priorities are important, it's time to build a budget. A budget is critical in staying on track with your financial goals and relieving financial stress. It should also hold us accountable and reduce, if not eliminate, impulse purchases. The biggest item that should come out of a budget is spending less than you make or understanding how much more money you should make. Sometimes we need to reduce expenses, but sometimes we must increase income. 
If you're locked into a certain amount of rent or a house payment, you may have to find another job or add a job until you can change your rent or mortgage arrangements. This brings me to my next budgeting point. Be sure to mark certain expenses as needs and others as wants. Some examples of needs are house and car payments. These needs should be non-negotiable inside your budget. While eating out or going to the movies are examples of wants, they may have to be sacrificed to pay for the needs. This concept of allocating needs and wants is very important. If you do not mark certain expenses as first spend needed priorities in that bucket we talked about earlier, you will spend that money on other things and your life will be a ball of stress. So before I move on to the next point, I want to mention one other item for building a budget. It involves the word margin. I believe God always wants us to live our life with margin. There are 24 hours in a day, but we need to sleep eight of them. Seven days in a week, but we need to rest and take off at least one of them. He expects us to live on 90% of our income. Well, everything that God created or asks us to do has margin built into it. When you build your budget, don't build it so tight that it's unrealistic. You need to build it with margin, then take the budget and let it inform your decisions. Hey, I get it. Life comes at us, and we can't always predict what's around the corner. You will probably blow your budget a few times. But having a budget and knowing you are blowing the budget will allow you to self-correct and learn from those issues. As an example, you may increase your emergency fund or debt reduction percentage as a reaction to overspending the budget. But if you didn't have a budget, you would never react to those issues. The most important point to managing our finances is coming up right after we hear from our sponsors. So don't tune out now. We'll be right back. Six Pixels Studios, where your kids go to learn film and editing skills. Six Pixels is a creative youth education program offering fun, engaging, and educational classes in movie making, stop motion, YouTube, animation, art, and photography. And it's all wrapped around a unique, enriched, story-centric environment. Six Pixels Studios helps your children explore movie making in a safe, collaborative, active, and social environment, which promotes teamwork, confidence, problem-solving skills, and creative thinking. They offer after-school programs, homeschool programs, summer camps, workshops, events, field trips, kids' night out, and more. To find out more about Six Pixel Studios, go to sixpixelstudios.com. And if you live in the DFW area, go to sixpixelstudios.com slash DFW. Again, that's sixpixelstudios.com slash DFW. Or call them at 817-754-1145. Again, that number, 817-754-1145. Six Pixels Studios where your kids go to learn film and editing skills. Check them out today. All right, back to it. Point number four, two or more. Matthew 18, 20 says, For where two or more gather in God's name, he is there. I believe this also applies to finances. 
This means it is very important that you build your budgets and pay your bills with your spouse because I believe when you do it together, God is there. It's also important that you agree with each other on your expenses. You should also get outside input when making life-changing or major money decisions. At church, there is typically an elder board or a financial advisors that make decisions with budgets and major expenses. Most churches require two signatures on every check. Why do you think that is? Well, it's because it brings accountability to every expenditure. Personal finances inside a marriage should operate the same way. And if you're not married, find someone that you can use as an accountability partner, praying over your finances and running certain expenses by them to make sure your budget, expenditures, and reasoning is filtered through wisdom and accountability. Point number five, forecast and plan. Life changes things. You cannot stay with one idea and hold to one budget for your entire life. You get raises, go to school, careers shift, families grow, you have setbacks, and you must update, forecast, and plan for these changes. This means you need to set one-year, three-year, five-year, and long-term financial goals inside of your budget. I also recommend reevaluating your budget annually. Here's the deal. If you're not meeting these goals that you've put inside your budget, then you may have to reassess or reevaluate where you're going, what you're doing, and how you're budgeting. Also, when forecasting goals and plans, remember to always have margin, grace, and flexibility built into your plans. This allows the principles we just talked about to inform your decision-making process. Everything we talked about today is geared towards personal finances. But like I said in the beginning of this podcast, I believe that we must be wise stewards of our personal finances before we can be trusted with church resources. I also think that many of these financial principles can be used to find good leaders that will understand how to steward people, money, and equipment in a way that will grow and develop a team. Look, businesses focus hardcore on finances by making sure all divisions prioritize their spending. They do this by tracking expenses, understanding profit, annually budgeting, having accountability with several sign-offs before money can be spent, annually forecasting, and planning for future years. Does that sound familiar? It's essentially all the points we talked about today. These major corporations are implementing biblical principles to stay financially healthy. If we lay out those same biblical financial principles in our life, we will be good leaders inside our church. Let me leave you with this. I know it's very easy to be anxious about our finances, but know that the Bible says not to be anxious about anything, but to bring everything to God with prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving. Proverbs 21.5 tells us that the plans of the diligent lead to profit. I believe that this means when we are diligent to make a plan or a budget, it will help alleviate our stress about finances and our needs will be provided for. We may have to wait for our wants, but Philippians 4.19 says God will use his riches to give everything you need. So be strong and courageous. 
Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. I can't wait to talk to you on the next Tech Arts Podcast. I'm David Leuschner signing off by wishing you a great day and praying God blesses every moment of your week. See you soon. You have been listening to the Tech Arts Podcast. Presented by Digital Great Commission Ministries. DGCM is a 501c3 nonprofit that was started to help churches with all things technical. Whether you need help building a team, finding the right gear, or just a better understanding of the church tech world, DGCM is here for you. Find out more about our free on-site visits, reports, and consulting by going to audiovideolighting.com. Digital Great Commission Ministries will help you run your church service like a pro. Find out more at audiovideolighting.com.